NORAD lessons, so I'm really bad. I am just praying I do not embarrass myself. Are you gonna tell me when to start, or? I'll count you in. Folks, show's over. Nothing to see here. Be very honest with me. Oh my God! That's it, boys. Year in, one year anniversary. Way huh? we get to retire now. Ooh. Wish I had some poppers to go. Pff, but just pretend we did. Put sound effects in later, Steve. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I, I was expecting a different type of poppers. So I had to fucking watch Raw this week. Oh, that's the shit. Uh, lovely, lovely. Oh, three in a row. I don't have a can with me. Damn, I have to go get a can. Not for okay. fuck's right sake. <laughs> You're an abomination, man. <laughs> what sort of a man? Uh, like on the fifty-third episode shows up to this without a can. What sort of crack was that? Guess uh, who's not getting paid in the fried chicken this week? That, wait, there's chicken. Executive chicken, yes. When chicken? Do, do I get extra chicken? Decide on Raw and SmackDown this week. You get all the chicken. But Gordo. You did all that, and you still managed to go to a Shania Twain concert. Yeah. I don't know if I'm more proud of you for able to fit all that in and still have time for your homosexuality, or, you know, mock it's you totally for going to a Shania Twain gig. No, no ragrats, and all I'll say is if it's good enough for Kevin Owens, it's good enough for me. <laughs> I knew you'd fucking have a go at me over this, so I'd fucking hold on to that Kevin Owens line for the last three weeks. You're a filthy mark for yourself. Hey. 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 But yeah, I don't give a shit what any of you say. I fucking had a great time at my second time seeing tonight. <laughs> oh dear. So you've uh, made this mistake before. I saw her over in Vegas. <laughs> oh my god. I, I oh, can no. kind of accept the Vegas one, but yeah. not this one. <laughs> no no regrets. No regrets. Oh, what a week. We we might have to get a time machine and without giving out any details. We need to maybe change the week that the anniversary falls on, <laughs> or yeah, or the night that we do it, because this is not a good week. And I remember this happening last year as well, and we're like, "Oh dear God!" But back then we used to post it on the Saturday, so we had time. Now I post it literally the same night. Mm-hmm. This will be fun later. You yeah. are our Superman. I sure am. How are the men anyway? My, my voice is nearly gone after singing all the songs of that Shania Twain gig, so... Yeah. Ha! Gay! <laughs> Belted out every word start to finish. No shame. <laughs> but you should have shame. You should have lots of shame. Vince, you've known me over 12 years now. You should know I have no fucking shame. That's true. Very true. Yeah, what am I doing to the friends with you? I, I, I don't even know if you consider yourself a friend anymore. It's like you, you put up with me. You're an acquaintance. There now. Mm, acquaintance. That's even quite strong. You know. Okay, I'm just I'm just a liability. I'm I'm entrusted to you because you know, M- Mammy Gordo's the opposite end of the country. So <laughs> that is true. Mammy Gordo does pay me in many different ways to look after you. Yeah. <laughs> she said hi, by the way. 
<laughs> I'm surprised she was able to say that with her mouth full. Oh, 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 oh. oh come on. <laughs> oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I was gonna, I was gonna Happy anniversary, this. lads. <laughs> I was gonna post this on Facebook and say, holy shit, our podcast made it to the one year anniversary. I'm so happy. But now out of fear that a member of my family might actually fucking listen to this. Yeah. Not a fucking hope. Don't do that. It's okay, I'll show it to her later. Oh, good God. I'm going to punch you in the fucking throat. <laughs> Very specific threat. I like specific threat. If you get angry at someone, I will break your arm. It's either that or, you know, I will shin you in the face. <laughs> no, don't do a Brie Bella. <laughs> I, I will go full Brie mode on you. I've been saying the thing, save it for the pod. Oh, man. How's your day, Steve? How was your first taste of lunch at 8pm? Oh, man. This day... There's only two words for for this day, and I I believe I've used them quite frequently before, so if you'd like to join me on the count of three... One, two, three... Get fucked! (laughs) Juice Robinson. (laughs) I would juice Robinson that consensual penis right now if I didn't have to go through this day again. I'm I'm also sure whether to go consensual penis or Gordo's mammy. Um... We've done the Gordo's Mammy bit already. So. Don't give him more material. No, no one wants to go full Gordo's Mammy. <sighs> what the fuck is wrong with my Mammy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sleepy and very fucking angry right now. So it's not oh. Good. oh my god. I, I've had a bowl of Weetabix since 8 o'clock this morning to keep me going. Oh my Eight god. consecutive hours sitting at Should my you desk. You have food then, you're fine, right? Up. Someone brought me a <laughs> cup of coffee. It was that bad today. Jesus. I didn't have to leave my desk. They didn't want me to leave my desk. Careful. But, uh, monkeys. Monkeys, man. Monkeys. Ah, uh, look. It's over for another year, at least. <laughs> until, <laughs> the other, until the... Uh, Second the rock, anniversary. Until the, the rock star shows up and the... Um, well, how could you use the other words? We want perhaps <laughs> a fish of some kind. Those two. <laughs> God above... Someone asked me how my week was. I have so many, so many old man Steve things to talk about. So, old man Steve, uh, Pub Jesus, Jurassic Guardian. How was your week? Well, the cold weather hurts my hip, as we know. <laughs> but, um, I got one of these fancy schmancy newfangled computers, Gordo. Ooh. One of these Windows-based operating systems. I don't know what to do with it. I, I feel so lost and alone. I've had my Chromebook for three or four years now. And I was saying to Nikki beforehand, literally up is down and down is up for me. So I'm just getting lost with everything I do. I was typing out something on the script, just gone. I went back to my phone to do it. Uh, updates. Oh, sweet Jesus Christ. It's like being in a, having a PS3 again. There's updates for everything. The first week or two of anything Windows related is going to be mostly updates. Yeah, yeah. When got I got my laptop. To catch up on. Okay. Even back to when I first got the laptop, I, my everything we tried recording for the first couple of weeks, I was in and out of it. It was lagging on me. It was crashing on me. Everything was having to update for around about two weeks afterwards. It's comes with the territory of it. Oh, goddamn. You'll get there. It'll be worth it in the end. Just think. This should sound warmer and clearer now after I've done some tinkering with it later. So hopefully that pays off. The cream of the crop will rise to the top. It sure will. You can sound even more audible chocolate? Yeah, it'd be like getting chocolate and butter and then putting them both of them into the microwave and see what happens. It's butter, like chocolate. Belgian chocolate instead of unlikely <laughs> chocolate. Sexier. Mm-hmm. Somehow. Sexier. Well, it's the beard. It's the beard. Yeah. Ticketmaster. 
So I haven't bought anything on Ticketmaster in probably eight, nine years. Is that because you don't go to Shania Twain gigs? I do not. You see, I like to limit the amount of things that annoy me in life. And going to gigs would annoy me more than anything. But Metallica are playing. I'm not going to Slane. But we're going to Metallica. We're all of us kind of, are going to Metallica in Manchester. So we all banded together and said, we're not going to Slane. We're going to Manchester. So we all had to join the fan club to get pre-sale tickets. And then you get a link to Ticketmaster. I was like, okay, well now I have to sign up for Ticketmaster or something. And I was like, right, because obviously I don't know my password anymore. Signed up for that, blah, blah, blah. Tickets are insanely expensive. They were £90 or £95 or something. I was like, okay, that's ridiculous. You get in then, you get to the checkout and you have to, you know, this service charge shit. I thought it was like two quid or something. And even then it annoyed me. 10.50 sterling. Yeah. Fucking hell. And then you get past that, and then they try to sell you t-shirts. I was like, I'm grand for t-shirts, lads. We'll move on. They didn't try to sell you an album as well, did they? Because that's what some crowds do now. They'll sell you the t-shirt, and if it's like an album tour, an album-based tour, they'll sell you what the newest album is as well. Oh, man. Got to the delivery charge part, because it's going through Ticketmaster.co.uk. Tell me, before before you go into that, did they at least bring you out to dinner, you know, and you know wine and dine you before they tried to, to fuck you no not even a complimentary reach around for a 1350 fucking delivery charge of an envelope from the uk any so, lube no not even like give you a chance to put lipstick on so you'd at least look nice while they fuck you <laughs> no. <laughs> no 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 man no pretty dresses you Nothing. see what you did wrong is you put registered your account as ireland when i got the nxt uk tickets i read it, it, it didn't let me put ireland as an option but i put everything else in the thing as Irish, but they still sent them to me, and I didn't get the fuck off delivery charge. What the fuck? Yep. I, I just I tried. There was literally nothing else I could have done. It was <laughs> I was at that point I would have had to set up a new account, and I was like, well, better get the pre-sale tickets before they're gone. So two tickets to Metallica in Manchester ended up costing me, the way it worked out, two hundred and fifty-five euro last night. Oh, that is spicy madness. That's a spicy meatball. It's a very spicy meatball. Um, but look. We're going to have these with another fella, so it'll be all right. Yeah, I'm probably going to be paying about the same for the two tickets to the Slane, Metallica Slane, I'll be again because I'm getting the circle ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, oh, sweet baby Jesus. I'm never buying Anthony off Ticketmaster again. <laughs> what a shower of pricks. If only there was other options, but there isn't. What was the Smithers thing? The service charge and it uh, encourages a healthy dose of the rich and the ignorant, I think was what he was saying. <laughs> Burns or Smithers. And then also I hurt my back. So it's quite the old man week. No, it's not been good to you. It's not been good. Not been good, and it's it's far from over. The worst of it's to come tomorrow. But sure look, sure look, as we're all getting hit with that. Well, we're all getting hit with it, but at the end of the day, we all have each other, and we all have cans. Hey. <laughs> I'll be fine. I got a new job. It's going to hit me near as much as it would have. Hey. <laughs> uh, because of that, I'm going to get hit twice as hard. Yeah. <laughs> ah, lads. Speaking of getting hit twice as hard. Because if that bus door had have opened, this man would be dead right now. He would be in a box and I would be in a cell. No, no, notorious. Conor McGregor had his presser last week. <laughs> Not where I thought you were going with that. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's coming later. Don't worry. The old bait and switch. Ah, <laughs> uh, stop. The bait and switch. I see what you did oh, there. The American. Totally get that one. That'll travel. But, uh, 
Conor McGregor is back in business doing all his shouty shouty things. It came off I don't know who put it up. Someone was like it was like a fight at a chipper. <laughs> he, he got very scangery, didn't he? He's got oh, he you can tell the elocution lessons are gone. Uh, You're a mad crack at a party, you backwards mad cunt you. <laughs> uh, what do you make of it? I, it was a great ad for the whiskey. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> UFC two two nine or whatever brought to you by Proper Twelve Whiskey, and oh, uh, yeah. uh, apparently it's come out that part of his deal is he now does actually have part ownership stake in the company. They've oh, actually they gave it to him. Apparently they've given it to him. I, I haven't seen a hundred percent confirmed anywhere, but there's been two or three places I've read it that. But there was something worded in one of the press conferences or one of the press releases. It actually sounds like everything is now going to be done in association with McGregor Productions. So that's why they tanked the TV deal in the UK and Ireland then with that stupid <laughs> 11 sports thing. <laughs> Jesus. Um, that's something that was funny. You say McGregor has a piece of UFC. Apparently. Yeah. Fucking hell. Are they that desperate to get him back? Like, if you saw the carry, like, then they watch him to carry on of him at the, in, at the press conference. They need him. They do. do they? He, has him, he has him over the barrel. Uh, they have Brock coming back, but it, the likelihood is DC is probably going to fucking kick nine shades out of him. Uh, John Jones coming back, but we don't know how for how long. God knows how John Jones is going yeah. to They've lost Ronda. Ronda's not coming back. Uh, it's, they're imitating WWE perfectly here. Like they're, They don't know how to build superstars. I said <laughs> with, with Mickey Gall that time when he beat Punk, they should have strapped the rocket to him because yeah. they can talk. The guy yeah. can talk. And he could fight. Yeah. Uh, do you see quickly who they are actually looking at going with Jones against for his comeback fight? Oh, Gustafson, I think it was. Gustafson, 232. Yes, please. They, it, it's a win-win because either Jones comes back against someone credible and gets a win, or Gustafson gets one over Jones and it puts him back into the title hunt again and kind of boosts him up because he's not had a great run of things lately. So, that, that light heavyweight, is it? Yeah. Yes. So DC will eventually have to vacate that title. Or will he do the? Will they finally get the match? Will DC trust Jones to have another match and go through all the build At again? At this stage, he can't. Would oh. DC want to face that embarrassment of losing to Jones again if he's clean? Yeah. Um, that's the thing. Did you see DC had a tweet of actually uh, he had a screenshot of missed calls and it was Usada or whatever. It's like stop calling me. Which <laughs> <laughs> is funny given all the shit he gave Jones deservedly, but uh, yeah. yeah, you can tell. McGregor was right, right though the fans needed to be there didn't yeah. have the same energy no without the the canned laughter of the fans or whatever why weren't they there Dana didn't want trouble in New York again he said yeah. <sighs> pussy I think if anything he called McGregor to go was over the top as he did though at the end of the day if if he has no one reacting to what his shit is how does he know where the limit is yeah. So he just kept building the building because he like he didn't have that trigger point where he's like, okay, shit's getting too far. I think he's clever enough; he doesn't want shit to go over the edge. Whereas when you don't have fans there who are nearly baying for blood, because there would be bad blood if there was that crowd there. I think by not having the crowd there, he just kept up and up and up and up and up to a point where he did come off a bit ridiculous at times. On the flip side, the research that him and his team do into their trash talking is fucking <sighs> insane. They go to war. <laughs> stuff with, with uh, what's his name Ali what's his face Ali uh, yeah, yeah. about oh the kid God. talking about his fucking son that he abandoned and talking about the fucking fun that he's after getting and 
the gym being funded by a criminal and he was yeah, asking about <laughs> fucking serious shit going down like when they're um, talking about going to war they fucking mean it yeah. <laughs> Jesus um, that's funny crack, all like, things all things been said though can he win Khabib is not like anyone he's faced before maybe can, a bit like Diaz yeah the thing is can he take the shots he's shown the who is it Ally, Ally Aquinta when he fought him that time on three days, he kept walking forward and he was taking shots. Yeah. And it wobbled him. But it does, it's it can't it's be a, overstated. When McGregor hits you with that left hook, mm-hmm. you're going down. It's he's a, going down. It's a different level of precision. He just he hits the he always hits the sweet spot. Yeah, he's a freak. He's an absolute uh, freak. I've never seen anyone like him. Yeah. It's got it's gonna be can he take the shots versus can McGregor get up if he's put on his arse? It's a perfect pro wrestling build, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Styles makes matches, damn it. Yeah. It's uh, a proper keys to victory. The keys to victory will actually legit be the keys to victory. You'll have your three or four things. You're like, he needs to do this, he needs to do this, he needs to do this. Whichever one comes out on top will end up being the winner. Like, It's it's going to be a good match. Unfortunately, I'm missing it. She. Uh, as, she. I'm, as I'm missing Chaz Wazers. Uh, and I also uh, realized this week I'm going to be missing half of Crown Jewel. Oh, what a shame. Ah, yeah. shit. So I, mean, got, I might be working you... for that upside now. Yeah. Ah. Poor Gordo. No uh, Severe MMA always do a great uh, kind of preview to the big fights. Uh, what's the guy's name? Sean Sheehan, I think, is it? Yeah. He really knows his stuff. I can't wait to read what he puts up about this because it is it's a Styles Clash type situation. Going to be a hell of a fight. We're doing, uh, maybe do predictions next week because that'll be the day before. Yep. Sounds good. Uh, I was reading the here as well, uh, kind of a lineup of all the titles, just to quickly go back to the stuff I was saying about how he pretty much has them over the barrel, looking at the title pictures and stuff. It's not looking great for them. Uh, Cormier at the moment has an injured hand due to face Lesnar next year. Uh, Whitaker has Gastelum at some stage in 2019, they haven't said when. Uh, Tyron Woodley has to have his, an operation on his hand the oh. end of October. So he's going to be out for God knows how long. Uh, obviously, Khabib has Connor. Uh, Max Holloway, the plan is Brian Ortega in December, but there's nothing been signed yet, so it's been even a bit yeah, late. I was worried about Max the last time when all that shit came up before his fight. Yeah, so they're, I guess they're going to give him as much time as he needs because him versus Ortega is the fight in that division. There's nothing else really to go with there. So. Um, after that, there's Dillashaw, who has nothing, uh, despite having a match two months ago. Uh, the next talk is him versus Cejudo, uh, title Ooh. versus title. Uh, either like the last show of this year or the first show of next year. But again, that's two titles tied up in that. Uh, Cyborg and Nunes are fighting the last show of the year. So, that's the New Year's show. Uh, yeah, so that's, so that's both of them tied up. Always good. Uh, the women's flyweight is going to be between Shevchenko and Joanna Jojacek uh, on the 8th of December. So at least that's a title. And Rose Namajunas is going to be out until God knows when in 2019. So like half the titles are either someone is injured or we don't know when the fuck they're going to be seen again. So going to be a whole lot more interim title picture. <laughs> there's either going to be a whole lot more interim stuff, but at the same time it also means a couple of stars they do have, the likes of your Connors and even your Diaz's and stuff like that are going to be able to command a much higher price and are going to be really, as I said, have them over a fucking barrel for whatever the hell they want. Over the next see what Diaz, uh, Nate, and fucking Dustin Poirier are doing. 
They want to create a 165. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to be fair, it'd actually help a lot of the weight cut issues. Yeah. More, a couple also, more weight classes. Would I want to see Nate defend a belt. I know he doesn't care, but I want to see Nate going around with a belt. I fucking love that man. Yeah, but you know he just night over and just start kicking it the whole way down to the fucking <laughs> ramp, like the whole way down to the cage. Like. That or he'd really ham it up and be like champ and start kissing and talking. <laughs> <laughs> just him waving at someone from the cage. <laughs> oh, God. But yes, I was very high on the uh, Destruction and Kobe main event this week. God damn, I needed that on Sunday. <coughs> who has seen it? Who has not seen it? I have not seen it, but I have heard. I have seen most of it. No, but you've Tell seen me what happened, Steve. Talk to me. Take oh. us on a journey. Paint a picture with your audible oh. chocolate. Oh, good. So, so good. You've uh, Tanahashi and Okada who don't have bad matches anyway. It was like this kind of an old school strike battle with limb work and all sorts of shit like that. But Tana was working Okada's leg early to set up dragon screws. And then Tana hit a plancher to the outside, but he landed on his left knee. And that kind of began the story of the match where Okada worked heel a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the crowd were massively behind uh, Tanahashi. Okada's being a dick, kicking him in the knee, laughing at his knee, probably holding balloons to his knees, all that sort of shit. <laughs> Um, but Okada did not show honour and he did not break cleanly at the rope. Not a dick. A bastard. And that really got the crowd behind Tanashi even more and they were really booing him. Um, there was loads of kind of reverse rainmaker and twist and shout attempts. Uh, Tana was falling over when he was being ripped at, uh, whipped into the rope because he couldn't run. I love that. The small little touches like that. His knee is so badly fucked up that he can't do the completely mythical and unbelievable thing where you let an opponent throw you to a rope and you run back to him <laughs> uh, oh you gotta love it um, but yeah Okada caught Tana in mid-air during, the high, uh, during a high five flow with a drop kick which was just ridiculous as usual uh, he gets another a knee up later on then for a high five flow um, but Tana hit it eventually but then he sold the knee because he landed on the knee and hit it and it took too long to cover. So he sold that the, the finisher was enough. So this was early-ish in the match. The finisher was enough to hit over, to put Okada away if he hit it. But he didn't have time to cover him because his knee was hurt. That was a nice little touch in the story, I thought, as well. Um, but then the kind of finish was Okada set up the tombstone from the top. Uh, but Tana eventually got out of it. But he slaps Okada as he's standing on the second rope. And then as Okada falls... Tana goes for the high fly flow and he hit he catches him as Okada hits the floor. So he kind of oh, gets two bumps. It's fucking class. But then he did we went full macho man against Warrior and he hit two more after that. <laughs> um but yeah, Tanahashi goes on to Wrestle Kingdom. I fucking love this match. Great match. That's yeah. pretty fucking awesome. It's so simple. And it was I think it was just over half an hour as well. So if you weren't watching the whole show, I, I wasn't watching the whole show. I just wanted to see the main event. Oh, totally worth it. So, so good. It was worth your price of admission for the month of New Japan World alone. Yeah. And they have just that match up separately on New Japan World as well, so you don't need to try and scroll through. They have them up separately. It's yeah. beautiful. But that wasn't the full story at all. It was oh. not. You didn't hear anything about this, lads, who haven't seen it then. Uh, no, I only heard the match was fantastic. I didn't hear ah, anything. Going into what's super it? spoiler territory then. <laughs> oh no, oh. what do Cody Rhodes do? <laughs> I was going to say. Uh, Jay White came out afterwards and he attacked Tanahashi and Okada. bastard. But and Okada after the match. His chaos teammate. His teammate. Hmm. Um, did you watch 
Remember the thing I told you was worse than Titus? No. You haven't seen this oh, yet? Oh, no, I haven't seen it, but I heard no. I, I, I didn't see any other footage, bar what they showed on the, on the main thing, which didn't show much. Okay, so... Obviously, I know G- what happened, but it didn't. Yeah. Jay White runs out. Yeah, uh, Jay White is going outside. He gets a chair, and he's about to hit Okada. But Yoshihashi runs out, but he's running down the ramp. and It's like an old-school ramp where it dips really steeply at the end. He did a full-on Titus where he slipped and fell, but he smashed his head off the apron. Oh, fuck. It was bad. He heard the bang and everything, and he busted wide open. So he gets up. He can barely walk when he goes into the ring. Luckily, Jay kind of realized it. Uh, he was barely able to stand. White threw a chair at him. Um, and then he goes out, goes outside when he's uh, and grabs him, gets some blood and wipes it on his face because the guy was busted wide open. Uh, White is ready to attack Okada with the chair when Gato makes the save, and then gets behind Okada, and hits Okada in the back with a chair. Worst chair shot ever. But worst chair shot ever. Chair shot Hang on, worse than a landstorm chair shot. Uh, it went <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah, and those chairs are pretty shit too. Okay. Like you know, when you're behind someone. You hit them. You know, you lift and you hit them with like with your hands facing kind of them. Yeah, he twisted his hands and hit him with like the side. Yeah, the so it's kind of a, it, it was. Yeah, it was like it, an underhanded yeah. free throw attempt in basketball. Exactly. <laughs> but that's Seth Rollins' move. <laughs> Seth Rollins does that. It's not Gato. Gato has turned on Okada, even though they 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 ended their working relationship in terms of him being in the corner, but they you know they were still boys. And Jay White and Gato are together now. Yeah, the reasoning Gato gave, uh, which was translated on commentary, was that uh, Jay White bet both of them during the G1. So he should be in the WrestleMania. Oh, he should be in the Wrestle Kingdom main event. Or WrestleMania main event. I'm cool with that. I'm, I'm cool with either. To be fair, <laughs> I'm pretty sure we said when we were recapping it all the time that we had a feeling that there was going to be something coming off the fact that Jay White beat yeah. both of them. So it's for... going to be White and Tanahashi next for the, the briefcase because it's, it's a briefcase. They have a briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can, yes, so. can that be like a scroll or something? Hear ye, hear ye. There is something in the briefcase because he took it out. Uh, Tanashi took it out. There is yeah. actually a contract in the briefcase. So he had to sign it and everything. Yeah. It's full of shredded newspapers. <laughs> uh, Gato, uh, what happens to Chaos? Is it leadership battle now? Or oh, chaos is battle? in Chaos. Or do they leave oh. and become their own entity? And chaos are against them. And they could you call them sanity. When you think, <laughs> never heard you, of them. <laughs> when you look at chaos, there's there is probably a split you could do facing the heel pretty easily in chaos because there's kind of a mix in there. So you yeah. kind of see what way they're probably going to split it, but it's definitely being split. Yoshihashi, Osprey, and Okada on one side anyway. Yeah. So now you've got you've got uh, Bullet Club Black and White, and you've got Wolfpack Bullet Club. And now you can have Wolfpack Chaos as well. <laughs> and Midlife Crisis Chaos. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, maybe not split them completely. It's kind of a very similar story. Yeah, but I like... call them both Chaos. Give one of them a different name. <laughs> yeah. just, just to clear it up a little. Chaos and Anarchy. <laughs> Perfect. Chaos and good times. <laughs> chaos oh. and Balloon Parade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, god damn, I love that match. I love it so much. I'm just watching too many WWE TV matches where you're used to the breaks and when things happen and very formulaic. It was just great to... I had a free hour and I was like, perfect, I'm going to watch yeah. that. God damn it, You said you're going to watch it this weekend, but OTT have put up the Jordan Devlin versus Walter match for free on YouTube. 
So check that out if you haven't seen it. It is everyone. Everyone needs to check that match out. It's making international waves as well. Mm. I cannot wait to watch it. Honestly, one of the one of if not the best atmosphere I've ever been at. Yeah. It, it I cannot put into words how good the atmosphere was. It was intense from bell to bell. So, so good. just look up OTT wrestling on YouTube and you'll see it there. Walter versus Devon. Yeah. Gosh darn, what a match. It's and a... and myself fits and Nicky are in the front row. Yep. Fucking filthy marks. You're always there. Ye <laughs> and Linus. You can't get you out of pictures. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll be there at the next show. Well, not the one next weekend. The, okay, yeah, the stadium show. Hmm. The tweet, boys. The tweet <laughs> that was sent on <laughs> Sunday. Yeah. So is this the new strategy then? They're going to put stuff up that is just designed to annoy people just so they'll talk about it. Okay. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, so the, the tweet anyway was... Yes, it was, uh, it's time to settle this today. You know, one of these classic, relatable social media type sentences. Uh, which era of WWE was best? Attitude era or current era? And then this two talking w- heads go over it. Text me. Text me if you have a preference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Did you watch it, the video? Yeah. yeah. Your thoughts, yeah, Nikki? Which era do you think was best? <laughs> <laughs> I've said this all along. Depends on what you're determining as best. Overall entertainment value, attitude era 100%. In, uh, in general but match quality current year is better yeah exactly but TV show but I TV show actually are all the way that's yeah. the thing this is one that you didn't this is from the official WWE account by the way because he didn't actually mention where this has came from oh but yeah they, but they say this era because I, I, I only kind of half watched it I wasn't paying too much attention for it. do they mean like the reality era or whatever the fuck they're calling it now or do they mean like including the ruthless aggression era I think maybe NXT era I will say Okay, because for me, it'd be the ruthless aggression era, but whatever. Yeah. No, I think it was kind of, uh, I'd, I'd call the current era, uh, current format of NXT and up. Or maybe even the one just before it where Rollins and that. Yeah, that is the current Yeah, the current Rollins NXT and Big E. Yeah. Yeah. So from Rollins and Big E, that area, that era up to current day. Yeah. Last five, six years. P- pretty much what Nikki said. Um, I, think for, I think if you're looking for balance, that the ruthless aggression era in the middle of it all was probably a decent blend of the two. Even though it had the Divas era. <laughs> what killed the Rootless Aggression era was Triple H being champ for pretty much all of it. That, yeah. Um, I think that would probably go down as the best era in wrestling if it wasn't for that. And the amount of Cena Orton matches. <laughs> uh, them, two, them two small things, though, take away from what was actually a really good era of everything else that was going on at the time. But it was actually inventive and creative storylines. It was great through all that. Oh, yep. phenomenal. And um, winning the title at WrestleMania 20 is one of my favorite things ever. Who? Yeah. Oh, actually, yeah. Uh, Stevie he, Richards. Stevie Richards. Richards yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, at the end of the day, Edge, just the emergence of Edge. I have a friend that hates Edge. Like, hates no. Worse than I hate them is. He has How could anyone hate Edge? Hates them. Hates them. Always has. Elaborate. I want to know in bullet point details how he I'll get. Edge. I'll get them for you for another I, week. I want to know his address so I can drill through his kneecaps. <laughs> so he's, he's not going he's... to the Ed show in Dublin next week. Then, no, no, he's an OTT regular though as well. So. Mm. Oh, what a filthy mark. Uh, <laughs> who'd be at that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think it might, if, if you want to move on from here, I think it'd, it'd take us nicely to the next topic of Raw having its uh, historic low rating on one. <laughs> I wonder why. And I, I believe this why. is this third time We've said this in a year and a year to the date. This is the third time they've broken that record. Yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, I, I, somewhat ironic as well, considering that the show that happened to be the lowest was probably their best row in about six weeks. Yeah. But obviously it's the snowball effect. It's as the show gets progressively and progressively worse, less and less people are going to watch until a point where it actually does break the record. I didn't watch it. I was one of the people that decided this week was one too many for me. I I did watch it, and I will admit, yeah, it was probably one of the better shows, but at the same time, so little happened. Apart from some craziness. Yeah, apart from stuff that wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. So little I said to Rory as well, I was like, the one week I don't catch the first hour live or maybe watch a bit more, something insane happens. Uh, (laughs) Like, there was more shit happened probably in the first hour of SmackDown than happened in three hours of Raw, which was kind of depressing. But that's the problem with Raw. It's not a good TV show. It doesn't flow very well. It's it's laborious. It feels like work. Yeah. I I, I stopped writing about it as soon as the incident happened. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I literally couldn't even bring myself to watch it again until uh, I ended up watching it with Paddy that night. It's it like, I can't live through this again. It's... <laughs> we're gonna... to... We'll go there first, will we? Yeah. We'll go through the through line of Raw after that. <laughs> we may as well jump in, yeah. Bree mode. Oh, dear God. Steve, you got a good pitch on that. Considering the intro I did, I had to listen to that intro to that very opening segment of that song. <laughs> I used to get certain pitches and stuff. <laughs> there you go. So I've heard that in my sleep all week. <laughs> Basically, yeah, there was a six-man tag, six-person tag. Excuse me. I can't, yes. I'll, I'll always say six-man. Okay, it's a six-man match. I don't. Did care you just assume their gender? No, hang, on a, hang on. A, people argued this with me when I turned around and asked, "Was Sasha versus Bailey really an Iron Man match?" It, it's that's what the name of the match. I don't yeah. care. I don't. That's care what Triple H's argument was for that. Yeah, the name of the match. Whatever. God. Ugh. Go on. You know what? Pick. You know what? If you have issues, tweet me. Tweet me. Sugar <laughs> <laughs> uh, So Brie basically, she's doing the yes kick thing, and she knocks Liv Morgan out. Spark out. She looked away or something, and then she. Didn't get her timing or rhythm right, and Liv was selling, and then she kicked her right in the face, and then again with a knee, and Liv went face first down. Planted. After after every kick, Brie was turning to her corner and doing the yes. So she was literally taking her eyes off Liv every like split second to do that. Insanity. Yeah. The the worst part even after that, she tried to pin her. Right after that. I don't know how yeah. Liv Morgan even had the wherewithal. You could tell she I got a shoulder think she or something. Did. I, think, I, I, I think Brie had her arm under her and actually yeah. lifted her, to be fair. I think so she was out then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Brie has to get her over to the corner to get her out of the ring. And she drags her by the fucking neck. Like, yeah. And you could hear, <clears throat> I watched it back before this, and he, I, I think it was either Sarah Logan or Ruby shouted, she's hurt, or we need to get her out of there. And the ref was like, oh shit. And then he wouldn't put the X up. I don't know if you noticed that. I've watched the ref the whole time. So it's yeah, okay though. Yeah. They brought her to, to the back for treatment, despite the fact they could clearly see her rig side. Yeah, with uh, CM Punk's with... training. <laughs> <laughs> I, missed... I missed that the first time watching it, so too busy writing. And when I watched it the second time, I was like, I thought she was backstage. <laughs> the reports were well, obviously, she got a concussion. Um, she ran back in. The ref was told, do not let her in the ring. And then she ran in and she did that triple suplex spot. 
and then she kind of goes outside of the ring you know before they go to break mm-hmm. and Ruby had to physically restrain her if you watch it back she did she's holding her in place oh she's gripping her around the shoulder like it's yeah, not even a kind of a half hour she's cupped her head and everything and then Sarah Logan is there kind of keeping on front of her so she doesn't move so they got the notice get her out of here free moment live TV for you lads yeah. ah, look, accidents happen and all that but it's the frequency, frequency. yeah it's what four four weeks in a row now you have the yeah. black to Miz, you have the fucking Brie trigger to Selena. <laughs> um, Triggers him every time. <laughs> Why didn't we use that this week? I totally forgot about the Brie trigger. I, I am still so proud of that one. That's one oh, of my that personal favorite things I've ever come up with. Uh, so you have, yeah, Brie trigger, um, the black eye to Miz. Um, suicide dives. The suicide oh, dives. Which that were uh, very literal. <laughs> Jessica Havoc, who, uh, if, if anyone watched her in Impact, she's a beacon of wrestling safety. Um, <laughs> she came out and basically said, you know, accidents happen, yada, yada, yada. And she was in a couple of back and forths with a couple of fans. And she basically said, I saw her not get caught on a suicide dive on suicide dives a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, get is fucked. she watching the same fucking match we are? She clips the fucking ropes and the people who are trying to catch her had to jump in to stop her from landing on her head and breaking her neck. Yeah. yeah, if they were standing closer, they would have been cleaned out of it if she hit the move right. Yeah. yeah, so I know we're only fans and whatever, and I get that whole thing of you know it's fans against wrestlers and so. Oh wait, Gordo, Gordo, don't you realize that Goldust doesn't want you to think? <laughs> You're to go there and be uneducated and enjoy yourself. Steve's still got fat sand in his vagina. Oh, <laughs> my vagina is wickedly sandy right now. And it's fucking flaming as a result of it. <laughs> flaming sandy vagina over there. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I just, I, I, I actually cringed. As much as I cringed watching this, I cringed watching some of the shit on Twitter more. Because yeah. people were defending. This, is, this isn't just an incident. This is sloppiness week in, week out now. Mm-hmm. People blaming Liv Morgan is hilarious. Now that's... we'd be the first to blame Liv for for not being the best re- technical wrestler in the company. Like, let's no, be honest, we would be. But the point we're making is that she's at least trying, and she's safe in the ring. And any mistakes she does is is a, a like a safe technical failing, whereas Brie is just ridiculously unsafe. Yeah, Liv, Liv's mess ups in the ring might be a glancing blow of a drop kick or. A forearm to the face, kind of you can see clearly hitting in the chest or something shit like that. Yeah, it's, almost being too safe, afraid to go for more. Yeah, she's she's wanting to pull stuff a bit too much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but penis. And then you yeah. got Bree. Just you know, <laughs> Bree's just like she's out. <laughs> she's gonna lay her shit in enough for all six of them. Um, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, like, uh, too many people didn't seem to cop that it wasn't the last kick was the one that fucked her up. No, it was the second last one. The second yeah. last one is the one that hits her because that's when Bree changes cadence and actually hits her. And it, even if it's temporarily stuns her for all of a second, that's enough then that the shin to face yeah. caves yeah. her. Like. Have you ever been hitting the nose? Oh, yeah. Football. That's one of the worst things in the world. You yeah. just completely, it throws you off. So she's already a bit hurt, and then another one follows half a second later. Yeah. yeah. She, she's she's got to go. I've got to take her out. She's got to go for some training. Or... Wait to listen to Joey Numbers this week. Oh. He's been getting dog's abuse for fair criticism of Brie Bell over the last couple of weeks. Uh, as, a, as a listener of the soup for many years, for years. 
He hates those two cards. Yeah. But, it, it, and he's, in his defense, he's fair. You know, he's not criticizing for being just, for just being bad. He's criticizing for being bad and explaining why they're bad. Yeah. And I, I, I'm going to sit down with a big bag of popcorn and a big bag of cans and enjoy this week's show from the soup. If I didn't have such a horrendous day ahead, I'd almost listen to it live tonight. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, hopefully Mish is back. If not, he can have my computer. <laughs> I need a Mac, buddy. Quick thing, I know we were all negative on that, but at the same time, how fucking tough as balls was Liv to even get in there and be able to get back oh. in and do that suplex spot and a couple of bits she done. Um, yeah, she probably can't remember it, though. To be fair, she doesn't know her own name. Um, but Well, she yeah, didn't know that before it. Well, that's true. <laughs> Big bitch. Uh, oh, that was bad. I'd take that one. Yeah, but no, at, at, at the end of the day, it, takes, it, it, it took a lot of fucking heart to be able to get back in there after taking that fucking kick to the face like she mm. did. So... Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the girl's all right, and she's uh, even seen a lot of people on Twitter. She's after gained an awful lot of fans just from the top yeah. to be able to get back in there. So, but I, I think the there's more people having what I'm having on the Bellas. Yeah, and then Joey numbers is always talked about. They're cr- they're trash. Yeah. Just you don't need them. Why are they back? Booby Bella and Bocce Bella. Ah, mm. uh, let's be honest. Like they're 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 not comparable. You know, Bocce Bella is by far the worst Bella there is. Oh. Nikki at least is safe could pass as a wrestler I'm not saying she's great but she could pass as a wrestler but she's, she's the worst ah Jesus no she's just the worst they're there um, because the reality TV stars on it you know that's it I know the I just I had seen Nikki and I'm like oh this fucking bitch again she's still better than Dana Brooke and Nia Jax I'd take them every day of the week. Not because of their work rate or anything. Just, I hate her. I hate her. <laughs> I just can't stand her. I, I think Dana Brooke is working to improve. But I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't get the hate on Dana, to be honest. I think she's work, I think she's trying. To, to be fair, she's been through a good bit this year as well with the fella dying and everything. Yeah. So. And, and Naya was selling for Alicia Fox this week, so you can tell she's really got the wrestling <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sweet suffering, Jesus. Yeah, apparently she's in the doghouse about some of her tweets at the moment. Who, Naya? Yeah. Yeah, some of the tweets she's been sending and stuff. So, yeah, apparently the only reason she's actually on TV at the moment is because she's nominated for that award. Uh, otherwise, her, otherwise, otherwise her, uh, otherwise her doghouse status would have her firmly afuera. So, el fuera. Oh, that's unusual. Been awful shame to see her go. Oh well. Oh, awful sad. Awful sad. It's fine. Sad. They have something to replace her now. Rockstar is trading. It's fine. Oh yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> You're Simone too, right? <laughs> um, <clears throat> clear my throat. God damn. This main story, it was one of these ones where there was one story throughout the night and it was, which group of men will Dean Ambrose fist later in the show? <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a picture for you now. Yeah, now. It's like my Saturday nights. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't watch Raw live, but I, I I would have turned it off instantly when the opening thing was Stephanie McMahon getting out of a limo. I was like, this is going to be a show for me to like, that explains it. That's why they had the lowest rated Raw in history, because everyone saw that and went, fuck this. Sports <laughs> in the morning and see if it's any good. I bet you the Hulu version did really well when they found out the show was decent. <laughs> like, Steph, no, gone, Stephanie, no. Uh, Corbin was there uh, with his testicles ready to be placed right in her handbag and she delivered she took those things right from the plate and dropped them in her handbag and Corbin's in trouble and he has to face later in the night with two mystery opponents and even you're you're thinking God it could be anyone two people not doing much but seemed like bruisers and they could do it a high profile match and not Fandango and the other fella 
I wonder who it could have been. It was a total mystery. I preferred Paddy's idea. He he wanted to come up with a new tag team of Noam Darren Funaki and call him I and Tai. Yeah, so blah, blah, blah. She says she regrets sending Kurt home, something along those lines. She maybe have done, has done it too quick or something. But the Shield uh, are in yeah, there. We, we may see Kurt back sooner than expected if Corbin can't control the show. Which I think Corbin's a great crack on that at the moment. He's doing fine. He's um, reached his ceiling right now, I think. That's happened a few times to him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Vince loves him, though. He is over a certain height. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Shield are in the ring saying Shield things when Corbin appears. And he says he won't let Raw turn into madness. You're like, okay, then. Braun and the boys in appear, and then there's some rabbling. Much rabbling. I think Braun messed up a promo or something. What did you do? He messed up the name of the show or something. Yeah, Super uh, Show. Super Show. Oh, that was it, yeah. But the whole idea of the whole night was that they were trying to convince Dean that Shield are using him. And this happened, like, God knows how many times with backstage skits and all that. With, like, Rollins wondering why uh, Ziggler always, always gets the icy title shots and not him. And then the lads are telling Dean that they're they're only using him or blah blah blah. The match I hear, <clears throat> excuse me, I hear was fantastic though. The main event, it's very good. They really showed the AOP. Really had a great show on it. Yeah. So yeah, AOP were the mystery partners. Just in case nobody got that earlier, <laughs> could have been anyone. Could have been anyone. Uh, but yeah, so Roman Spears Corbin to win. The lads get up and walk down from the stage where they were sitting. Uh, Ambrose is on the outside and Roman and Seth are inside and he looks at them but gets in the ring to fist Roman and Seth as Raw goes off the air way fisting all the fisting what were your thoughts on the fisting Nick? it's a lot of fisting it's good it's fisting too, it's too much fisting for me uh, yeah. I, like, I like a certain amount of fisting but after that it's too much <laughs> stop I'm, I'm on a fucking webcam here <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it was um, it was grand he like, wasn't going to go any other way. He wasn't going to fucking join up with Braun. Like, it was a lot of teasing for what was always going to be that way. Payoff. Like, it was never going to be a, a twist. Yeah. Did, did tease Dean being the one to turn years back before Seth actually turned? And everyone expected it was going to be Dean. And they done Seth for the shock value. I'm wondering, will the end game essentially be that Dean does turn? I'm imagining that's Roman. Roman. There. They don't have the fucking sense to do that. <laughs> oh, that um, but yeah, the big thing out of this was at least AOP came out of it looking like the killers that they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shield put them over very well. well. Yeah, uh, they sound like fucking champs for them. Um, especially was it uh, Roman and Seth mm-hmm. were on the outside for around about two or three minutes selling for them after they laid them out. So they did a good job on that. Um, Roman gave him a few looks when he like tried to hit him with a, the fist, or I think it was, or a clothesline, and they just bounced off him. And Roman gave yeah. a look and said, what the fuck? Are you yeah. someone? <laughs> for, for once, it was Roman making someone look strong, not the other way around. <laughs> uh, which was good. Uh, and that's not a dig at Roman, it's just throwback line. But uh, yeah, that was good. And to be fair, the tag title match earlier on tonight as well, so it oh. kind of ties into the storyline mm. as well. That, no, does, that's that, amazing. Does AOP getting that kind of shot give you hope for the revival, God? The revival, having the match revival had earlier on in the night, gives me great hope for the revival. Yeah. Um, yeah, great match for the uh, again, sold like absolute fucking champs for them. Yeah. Uh, bumped all over the place for them, especially Dolph. Um, 
Drew took a couple of shots, but it was nearly all Dolph. And we all know that man could fucking sell fucking sand to the Arabs. Um, <laughs> Money in the sand. Yeah, I was, I was happy with that one. Um, but yeah, and it was, it was a really good match. And the crowd were nearly baying for a viable fucking win, which shows how much they're despising Ziggentire, but also good to see that people are actually getting behind Revival a bit, so I was happy with that. People but, uh, love the Revival. People, yeah, people want people want them to do well, and from what I was reading a couple of reports, I think it was a pro wrestling sheet or one or two others had stuff out basically saying that apparently uh, Vince was pretty high on that match and how Revival came across in it. So How could you not? Like I said to Nick as we were watching it yeah, on Tuesday evening, you're watching this and if you're anyway wrestling intelligent, you have to realize that all four men in that ring were fantastic athletes, fantastic storytellers, and just been able to put on one hell of a show. And they're the people you need to strap a rocket to and push to the moon because they will sell tickets for you. They will draw people in. Yep. And go back to the argument thing that they had about which era was better, Attitude Era or this era. One of the big differences is back then they had a proper tag division. Mm-hmm. Yep. The big thing with that, actually going back to that, the big thing with that, actually, everyone had a storyline. Yeah, yeah, that was that was the difference. There really I still think everyone from the beginning of the show to the end of the show it wasn't just a couple of people. And I still think they need to merge the two divisions. Two tag divisions have one overall with ten or ten or twelve teams. Traveling tag team champions. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Well, they're going to do it with the women, so there's no reason they can't do it with the men. God, I hope they are, because I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was two different sets. <laughs> oh, could you imagine? A blue and a red one. There's going to be three teams on each brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get old very fucking fast. Did uh, you enjoy uh, Finn Balor getting a sneaky win over Jinder? I team, forgot about team it. Bad News Barrett, eh? Hey? Yeah. Uh, this was a theme throughout the night that Vince, as of three weeks ago, didn't want managers or advocates of any kind because it was too old school wrestling. Now everybody has somebody with them. <laughs> it's mental the way these. Yeah, things. A, lot of, a lot of that, that is due challenge. To, yeah, a lot of it is due to mixed match challenge. Yeah, true, but um, what do they call themselves? BNB. BNB. Boom. Uh... <laughs> I'm afraid I've got some bad news. The, the baller rolled up Jinder and ran away from him. Yeah. <laughs> and then what was this? Jinder starts attacking one of the Singh brothers and Foxy cheers him on. And then they all do the shanty thing at the end. After after he beat Stockholm him up and threw him around a bit. Oh, Stockholm syndrome, it's fine. That's true, yeah. Jinder found his peace, his inner peace, and was centered uh, thanks to the power of Ashanti. <laughs> God bless that woman. Uh, she does I've I've been saying that for weeks, and then when they paired him with Fox for the fucking mix match challenge, the first promo they done together, she turned around and started saying Ashanti, and I was like, "This is why I like Fox." <laughs> What's her name? It's the Mahalisha. Nah, uh, Team uh, Mahalisha. Yeah. Um, does anyone mind spoilers for the mix match challenge? Oh, I, 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 literally <laughs> just at the start of it, but I don't care. <laughs> um, as far as I'm aware, they lost to what should have been Team Mickey Bobby, but um, they got was it a. Hardcore, our team country uh, was a country strong or something like that. <laughs> team country, <laughs> <laughs> something like team country strong or something like that. But they had the name Team Mickey Bobby. Like, <sighs> That's pretty good. Ricky Bobby, Mickey Bobby, Mickey Mickey James and Bobby Lashley. Are you <laughs> saying Ricky Bobby or Mickey Bobby? I wish I was saying Ricky Bobby because I'm totally watching Talladega Nights when we go to bed. <laughs> Connor beats Gable because of course he does. 
because he lost last week. <laughs> so the, they're even giving 50 50 to the Ascension now. Did you see the stat I put in the article? Oh, go on. Sorry. I'm pretty sure this is the first time one of them has actually won a televised match since February of last year. I wow. found one that said it's Connor's first victory in a match, in a singles match since 2013 in NXT. Correct. Yep. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. So 50 50 booking has brought us to this point. <laughs> Where the Ascension, a Connor of the Ascension, has actually won a match. Yeah. Um, but I'm actually okay with that because makes people interested in the ascension yeah it was country dominance by the way was the other country one. dominance I, I still think he's Bobby, <laughs> Mickey Bobby it's all a bit dictatory there isn't it <laughs> uh, Nia Jax beats Foxy so Foxy was there uh, twice this week she's doing a Brie Bella except all on the one show she's appearing wherever the hell she wants <laughs> yeah I don't think there's anything else to talk about there See what I said earlier? Nothing fucking happened on Raw. It's yeah. like the main storyline and Brie Bella's shit and Liv Morgan in the face. At least My the seemed to keep people invested anyway. The the constant updates on the one story. Try yeah. not to be as well. But. To be fair, to, actually Fitz just shouted it out there. Uh, Leo Rush happened again. Oh my man. My man. man. Motivating. Uh, they brought a booster seat out. So they're doing the Kevin Owens show and <laughs> they had a booster seat, Elias and Kevin, for Leo to come out, which was very funny. Uh yeah, how this ended in it was a three segment match that ended in a no contest. Three segment match uh, ended in a DQ win for Lashley when Kevin Owens ran him over when he was on the ground on the outside because Kevin was chasing after Leo. Neat. And then they eventually managed to ca- catch a hold of Leo between both Elias and Kevin. Uh, he tries to power bomb him, but Lashley makes a save. Uh, it should have given them a win in his hometown. But of course, that's not how they were. Well, he got the no. win, but it was just a DQ win. Yeah. yeah. DQ, DQ wins count. Kind of look like Now predictions league, they count. <laughs> um, the storyline I really, really liked this week was Joe and AJ, though, on SmackDown. Oh. This oh. was great. The, they do the contract signing, and Paige points out that we all know how these things go, and then she bangs the table with her hand. With her hand. <laughs> yeah, you got it. You got it. You got oh, it. You got it. Oh, it took way too long. Bang those sex things and video. It. See, see, he gets it. To be fair, there was a whole thing of a uh, page in the middle of a scenario where two men were supposed to come out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> page here. Uh, so that basically told us that something different is happening. That won't be happening. We should have just left it anyway. Nitpicking. AJ is welcomed out, but Joe isn't there. And he's like, ah, you know, Joe, he's going to attack me from behind, blah, blah, blah. But he's on the screen. AJ, I'm up here. This is basically all happening again. Joe is at the Styles residence, which, of course, is not AJ's actual name. <laughs> hey, <laughs> babe. Some poor family named Styles had an awful evening. <laughs> he's kayfabe in his own pose, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Joe's outside and uh, he, say, he says, I told Wendy and little Annie that daddy was coming home tonight, but you're thousands of miles away. Get it? So uh, Joe admires the property and the white picket fence and, you know, how he, how well he's done for himself. But there's nothing AJ can do. And, he, you know, he warned him about being away from home and something like this was going to happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. So Joe needs AJ to go and phone his wife. But of course, he's out there to fight someone. He hasn't got a phone with him. 
Uh, he has a doll for the little girl and AJ is pleading with Joe and he's begging him not to do anything. Uh, Joe's wondering if he's paralyzed with fear and compromise or compares it to when Joe beats him for the title eventually. And he rings the doorbell and says, Daddy's home. Let's get off the air. So good. Yeah. How yeah. he's able to pull off stuff like this in a PG era is marvelous. Yeah. Absolutely marvelous. Um, yeah, I still want to know. I still want to know who the fuck, uh, who the fuck's house he's after breaking into. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, AJ was begging him not to go in, so AJ was actually doing him a favor by not having him convicted of a felony. It's true. <laughs> like AJ realized this wasn't his house. How's it broken, Daddy? Take no, he rang the doorbell. Oh, if he rings the doorbell, he gets off on it, doesn't he? Depends what he does whenever he gets into the house. Maybe he was just making out. Right. He gets off on it, I suppose. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> It'd be funny if there was a video like a YouTube exclusive. He was actually just running around ringing doorbells, <laughs> <running around. laughs> or just standing there and going, "Do something about it." Joe played knock Dolly in Phoenix. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was fucking really good, really really good way of ending it. Uh, I thought I thought it ended at the time. I thought it ended really suddenly, but within around about thirty seconds, I was like, "That was fucking marvelous." Yeah, perfect way to end it. Like. We we uh, we thought same like the just cut off or no that makes sense that's that's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> hey. Hey. but yes I want to talk about the big story of the week though Milwaukee Ooh, oh shit son this I love Wisconsin wheelbarrow <laughs> <laughs> one night in Milwaukee Dutch rudder <clears throat> Rusev wants to know why Aiden English has betrayed him. Uh, on the greatest day of them all, which of course is Tuesday. Aiden Day. Aiden Happy uh, Rusev Day, everyone, by the way. And to you as well. Happy Latin Rusev Day, Day boys. Yep. It's strange that it appeared on our one year anniversary show. Mm. It's funny how those things work. Yeah, it's, it's also weird how Rusev Day and Gordo Day fall on the same day. That's amazing. Mm. Uh, you've managed to just create your own holiday, Gordo. You can't do that. Uh, this, has been, this has been a holiday for many, many years, Mr. Fitz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, English appears as Rusev is in the Rusev is in the ring. Says it's not his fault. He said before he met Rusev, he was a super athlete, but nobody cared about him. Says he made Rusev the most beloved man in the company, and talked about WrestleMania with seventy thousand people chanting his name all night. And he played a video because that's what we do now. We talk and then we play a video. Is that what happens? Yep, that's what happens in real life fights. <laughs> Behold my iPhone. <laughs> Hang on, is this not is this not us back talking about how we're going to watch UFC from now on? <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I I imagine that's what they do in the the traveler fights, though. You know, they play oh, the yeah, videos yeah. of their promos before I just. <laughs> <laughs> There's one guy with an iPad Air. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to get none of them iPhone projectors. You could you just drop your phone down into it and then project it onto the side of the high ace. If I could direct your attention to Mickey, who is holding the iPad. No connection, lads. No connection. So he says that Lana's gotten the way, and it's all Lana's fault. Another video recapping all the mishaps that we had. But she kind of mentioned, like, I got that motherfucker tank at WrestleMania. What are you talking about? When possibly one of the greatest entrances in the history of the company, that tank entrance is amazing. And then he lost the yeah, he hit that big old brick wall, didn't he? That wall was horrible back then. I suppose it's the Roman wall now. <laughs> Roman loses every now and again. See, they didn't back then. That's true. Got to tear down that wall. But yeah, it's good. Lana is the best Lana number one chance. Kind of happening. 
and he mentions that she's uh, the best and she's honest. But if she's so honest, when is she going to tell Rusev about that one night in Milwaukee? Whoa. Sexual references, potentially. And then uh, there's a mic drop and he just leaves. Like, what in the fuck? It's going to be something stupid. Oh, 100%. That time you But he's got his video charger. evidence. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Rusev, <laughs> something that happened we didn't know. Rusev lost his charger for his Nintendo Switch. Like, where did I leave that thing? But Lana actually lost it. Or she tore the cable by accident and English has got the damning evidence. <laughs> he, she, like she scratched her car or. Yeah. She she lied and said that she forgot, uh, said that she took her pill, but she actually didn't. Oh, that's still lads, 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 we're forgetting something here. There's a bit of history here with Lana potentially cheating on Rusev. Hmm. Don't forget, she did it with The Rock. Like, who wouldn't? But Aiden English, really? I just don't see it. And Dolph. Oh, she did Dolph, yeah, as well. Jesus, she And Rusev has been in the doghouse ever since because they announced their engagement during the <laughs> <Lana. laughs> Oh, yeah. Remember Hot Summer and the Cold Fish, Lana? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Still oh, not man. as bad as the Lashley sisters said. <laughs> That was Lana's denim phase. Uh, I did enjoy uh, that denim phase. The rock denim. So backstage then we see and, and Rusev is like, I, I believe you, I know nothing happened. He's just talking shit. But uh, the notorious Rebecca Quinn shows up. <laughs> and uh, she's not Stone Cold Becky then. She's the notorious. You see the way she's talking now. I run oh, yeah. this division. Blah, blah, blah. Pure McGregor. Like, yeah. Pure McGregor. I love it. Go for it. And what Rusev is wondering, when's the last time we were in Milwaukee? So he's he's still perplexed about it. Ask R-Truth. R-Truth knows the, cat, the, the cities of Wisconsin quite well. <laughs> uh, uh, Becky beats Lana in a match later on. And we find out that English has video evidence that he'll show us next week. Funny Jerry the King was on the call. Mm. <laughs> uh, Puppies! <clears throat> Milwaukee chant happened and everything. Yep. <clears throat> Got what a great them. Yeah. Can't what wait for the them to fuck that up. Yeah, it's funny, I, I don't know that. too much about Milwaukee though. I, like I, as a fan of the Green Bay Packers, I know Wisconsin quite well, but I'm not, I don't know a huge amount about Milwaukee. Well, you know, Milwaukee certainly has had a share of visitors, Gordo. The uh, the French missionaries and explorers were coming here as early as the late 1600s to trade with Native Americans. Oh, yeah, do you know that? I did yeah. not know that. See, I'm learning. This is an educational podcast. Yeah, is isn't isn't in fact Milwaukee an Indian name? Oh, yes, Nick, it is actually. It's actually pronounced Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. Mm. Holy <laughs> shit balls, lads. Fucking dropping knowledge bombs. I wonder if we can get like charitable status because we're educating people. Yeah. The 20 people that listen. Yeah. <laughs> Do Jordan and boys. <laughs> well, I'm hoping some of the Wayne's World references there, and that's fine. <laughs> I'm still a bit angry at Jordan. Yeah, yeah. fuck you, J Dog. Yeah. Because he left us for greener pastures, we give yeah. him money. Yeah, he's just trying to. F- his children need wine. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, this is good. This could be good crack for a few weeks. Well, no, oh, it won't be because they're showing video evidence <laughs> next week. We'll find out. It's terrible. They've ruined it already. They had one week. I'm going with Nintendo Switch charger. What's your prediction, Carl? <laughs> uh, she said that Rusev wasn't going to win a match. Oh god damn. Nick. Damn, that's too obvious. He didn't pay her TV license. Oh, the bastard. Oh, very what? embarrassing. That fucking American Russian bitch. <laughs> Have you seen the new ads about that actually while we're there? <laughs> it's the terms and conditions of being Irish. Fuck. <laughs> Dickhead. I know what it is. Go on. 
She doesn't know what a tracker mortgage is. Oh, what a fool. What a fool. <laughs> At the same time, though, I don't understand APR. <laughs> um, oh, these are very Irish references. <laughs> yeah, travel, but you have to indulge us on the one year. <laughs> this is this is about us. This show it's is about a birthday. Us. It's a birthday. Um, Truth TV. Your your thoughts on this, boys? I love to speak of the things that were good for one week. Dance <laughs> <laughs> break. Dance break. <laughs> <laughs> if you we've got a seven second dance break. Today. Uh, so Put truth is it, is, it, <laughs> is it wrong that I'm loving Carmela? Well, uh, oh yeah. It, it you change your hair color and your face all of a sudden. It's very strange. Yeah. Yeah, she's got baby better. face. Yeah, looks a lot better. She doesn't look like she was made in the factory the day before. Mm-hmm. No longer generic blonde. Nope. Seems an interesting at least. But yeah, the truth is uh, hijacking Miz's show and he interviews Daniel Bryan. Uh, Truth's wearing glasses and asks questions from cue cards. So I thought it was nice. Uh, you know, he asks the generic questions about the title shots, blah, blah, blah. The Miz comes out then and asks what he's doing. And he explained that the Miz didn't have a title when he beat him, so he took his talk show instead. <laughs> Which is nice. Um, Miz kind of wonders then if Brian will do anything. That's the whole story that, you know, will he cheat to win or will that will him cheating ruin the allure of Daniel Bryan or the mythos of Daniel Bryan? Yeah. He's going to cheat. Yeah. It basically explains how their match at uh, Chazor's is going to go. Yeah. But Paige said that Miz has to be true to win his show back. So if you want to talk about stakes for me here, boys... Oh, you mean I was a big fan of Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior and that was tough for me you know but this was a bigger match for me if Truth beats Miz no more Miz TV oh how God, much were you shouting on for Truth it, it goes Truth versus Miz on this episode of Smackdown 1999 Champions League final <laughs> um, but yeah so Miz does the eye poke behind the ref's back and then he hits Daniel Bryan's running knee strike to win it as he looks on and laughs at Brian, who then comes into the ring and Miz fails. It was good. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed this. Much better than last week. Maybe yeah. because there was no Bocce Bella. Notice how the three segments on Smack that we've talked about so far, we've all said have been really good. Oh, they were a great show. Yep. Um, the Brian was talking about the delivery of kicks on commentary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we lolled at that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky, notorious Rebecca Quinn, beats up Charlotte during a photo shoot. Yeah, so stay there, now. stay there. You take my picture. <laughs> I run this division now, basically. <laughs> I could have you killed. <laughs> <laughs> Someone should choose that. My dad's in the IRA. <laughs> um, I wonder how long we'll be waiting before Becky gets her own tea, perhaps. Proper 12 tea. <laughs> <laughs> it's tea time. It's tea time. Oh my god, they need, they need to just do a tea time tea time with Becky Lynch segment where she just <laughs> talk shows sitting in the ring and she calls someone out and just trash talks them for five minutes. Hold <laughs> the belt up. Don't run this shit. I'm better than all of you. Orton attacks Ty Dillinger in a match with Nakamura. Uh, ends in like a no contest, but afterwards Orton asks if Ty is his next victim. You know, the thing he does where he wants to break down the people the fans like. He goes, no, he's not my next victim, but that perfect 10 thing pisses me off. So is Randy Orton essentially Vince McMahon's proxy? <laughs> <laughs> Apart from the Jeff thing, because Vince loves Jeff. But outside of that, yeah, it could be the case. I love that line so much. Uh, I'm assuming this entire thing is building up to him taking out Daniel Bryan or trying to take out Daniel Bryan. Cost him the match, if the Miz? Maybe. Ooh, that could be it, actually. That could do it, because we, I think we're all pretty much banking on D. Bryan's or Mrs. Win the title. Yeah. 
Yeah. And a, a separation between Miz and Debray for a while as well. So yeah. that makes sense that Debray has to overcome Orton or get past that feud and then revisit uh, D or Miz at maybe Mania or something like that. Final two in the Rumble, Orton and, and uh, I was going to yeah. go a different way. I was going to go to two of them having a match earlier on in the night to determine which one of them gets into the Rumble. Ooh. That's very it, creative, Gordo. That's not going to happen. And it goes with the whole thing of Debray having to play his way into a fucking, play his way into contention like he did at that WrestleMania where he won the title at the time. So it's nearly a foreshadowing. <laughs> uh, still maintain him versus Triple H was one of the most underrated matches of that year. Just that um, I like that idea that they, if they did that with Orton and then have Orton, even if you don't do the match, even having the last two come down to Brian and Orton, mm-hmm. tie that yeah. one up in a bowl. Nice. See? Not that hard, lads. Not that hard. And we're not even sitting around the pool. Nope. Nope. Too, too cold for that. Too cold now. It's either been too hot or too cold in this country. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've even taken down the paddling pool, lads. Global warming, lads. Global warming. Global warming. So why is it called global warming when the world is getting colder? <laughs> Fucking icy out there at the moment. We had, we had a heat wave this summer, Gordo. A heat wave. I had the heating on last night. <laughs> Jesus. And the earth flat on the lot, huh? China, huh? China made it all up. It's fine. <laughs> China made it up, and now she's dead. Oh. 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 What? It's a bold, Gordo. Bold. Is it too soon? Fuck off. Seamus <laughs> beats Biggie. Way. And I must admit that I was wrong. I predicted that they were going to 50-50 this shit last week. And they didn't. Mm, they 100 percent did the bar. Better doing the long-term 50-50, where the two individual members of the tag team win the, their individual matches, and then the other tag team will win the, the tag match. Or they do that in the New Day retain. And that supersedes all the 50-50. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear you properly. Apologies. <laughs> um, Naomi and Asuka beat Mandy Sonya. Great. Love Mandy Rose. Yeah. I I mean, I love her. Asuka. I want to make love with her. Oh, so you were very nice about it. (laughs) You you just text her that. Maybe she'd say yes. You didn't say any nasty words. Uh, She hasn't blocked me on Twitter yet. (laughs) That's that what happened with Goldust, is it? (laughs) You wouldn't understand. You weren't there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Not bad. No. It was, a, it was a grand match and the Iconics came out because they have their match at fucking Chaz Walters against Naomi and What Asuka. is with Billy Kay's face? <laughs> it's been a it's been a feature of hers for quite a while. <laughs> you don't go full Carmella, she went full Carmella. It's the yeah. eyebrows. It's li- yeah, I was gonna say it's literally the it's literally the makeup isn't helping her either. Makeup gun. But uh, No, she she looks like a, a hooker that caters exclusively to clowns. <laughs> <laughs> And I still wouldn't have a chance. Uh, we're all drinking for this. Uh, you are a pot. I've now broken the seal. I have to go break the seal. Ah, oh, you're such a fucking vagina. <laughs> See, in previous times, I'd be like, that's fine. We'll just take a quick break. But we're not doing that anymore. No. Now no. Now I can no. R.I.P. Nick. Breaks. It R. might R. be the one year anniversary, but we're still going to have our editorializing on air. Because that's what we fucking do here. At the that's the point podcast. of it. But now there'll be even more of it. Because I'm not taking breaks anymore. Because fuck that noise. I yeah, think it's... Behind the curtain moment. Yeah, the difference now, the, the last year of editing all this on a Chromebook, I'm telling you lads, I'm going to make a documentary about that. <laughs> People Don't say worry. things that can't be done on Chromebook. Net- Netflix will buy it off you for 10 million. Be grand. Oh, I'm already greenlit. I emailed them earlier. <laughs> Hello, Netflix, you're greenlit. Yeah. Uh, I must write something about that. 
because surely there's other people that thought maybe I can do that too. You know, maybe I can be as great as him. But uh, no one, nobody. I mean, nobody could do what you do for us, Steve. Woo! As Fritz said earlier, you're a Superman. I am. But lads, all I do is fly the plane. He hand out the sandwiches. You know what I'm saying? No, I eat, I eat the sandwiches. I I the incredible bulk of this fucking podcast. <laughs> I don't care what you do with the sandwiches as long as they get, they're there. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus hasn't been easy. We're stalling for time for Nick, but uh, my God, that wasn't easy for the first while. And then tonight now would be the first time I'm able to do it without pulling it down in segments on the back end of YouTube, and then editing certain parts for our zany zany sound effects, and then splicing it back together and then posting it back up and waiting the four years it takes for it to go to iTunes. Much like the four years we were waiting for Nicky to get back from taking that piss. Four years. Yeah. Yeah. Four years. What <laughs> <Eight months>. <laughs> Jordan has... I don't so know, for the fifth anniversary of the show, what are we doing? We're we at the fifth? Vegas. Four, it's been four years. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I got it. I get you. Vegas. Slow, guys. It's Slow. been Vegas. seven hours and fifteen. We already might have da, one copyright da, strike. Da, 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 <laughs> Don't worry. Da, 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 da. Don't worry. If I'm singing it, it will not get picked up by any sort of a fucking automatic <laughs> software because it will not no. be recognizable. It's true. Check out our boy band. <laughs> For the oh, way. Oh, Jesus Christ. Do For not the, check out their boy band. The Whatever band. you do, do <laughs> not check out the boy band. It's you effort. will. Do you know when WWE put out that song, Best of Both Worlds? <laughs> For the win, make that sound good. The number four. Just to clarify. Yeah. Four. <laughs> F-O-U-R-T-H-E-W-I-N. Band. Look us up. Sweet suffering Jesus. So you took Taz's F the world and you turned it into For the win because you're positive, positive role models. We are. We, have, we had our own t-shirts and everything. And you know, we, we can do the Four Horsemen logo. Yeah. Ah yes, that was it. Oh. And they're not just sure; they're HIV positive. <laughs> it it took us like three hours to come up with a fucking name as well. That was the worst thing. We were called the Magical Lee of Plurlands at one point. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that was a very creative process. Our creative process in general was almost as amazing as the creative process for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Google Doc. For <laughs> <laughs> hours was we sit around in a room throw, throw fucking words at each other for a couple of hours one, one person that insists on singing Kiss we keep saying no we were almost Dino 4 as well that was yeah Dino one. 4 was the other one <laughs> there was uh, four of us four ah, okay. <laughs> there was four of us and he really liked dinosaurs and Kiss <laughs> Um, did you see the tweet Jordan sent to us earlier I did your thoughts on I feel like we should that. have we should have had pro, uh, prep time for this but fuck it let's go for it let's go I, for I, it I feel we should bring back back the segments at the end yeah I liked them they were good we'll do it for this one anyway and then yeah. we'll see what we do from there there's just so many fucking pay-per-views lately like, where do you get time to do it uh, so yes the really fast run throughs of Raw and Smackdown again. Uh, I'm all, all on for that it means I yeah. won't have to write or talk about it uh, did you did you see it lads what he said Oh, he's got a challenge. Question. Yes. Your favorite matches. Do you mm. have to pick one? You can, you can, you can hedge your bet. Um, what's what's our um, what's our parameters here? Are we talking pure wrestling match or pure no, entertainment? Just or yours. Just your open ended. Yourself. Your favorite. Absolutely open. Uh, Melina versus Alicia Fox. <laughs> 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 catch as catch can. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, that's a joke. That's not my actual answer. And uh, uh, the last thing. <laughs> Brie, Brie Bella versus the Art of Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, uh, Tough one. I, uh, I, I have one that as soon as, as soon as I read it popped into my head, so I'm going to say it. Um, Revival versus DIY two out of three falls. Oh, yeah, great shout! Um, that is a fantastic match. I've always said it, and it's, I've been this way since I was a kid. I just love tag wrestling. It's one of the reasons why I cling to Revival. Uh, I just love tag wrestling anyway. But that match was an absolute clinic. If you wanted to go on further, you could go the triple threat match that had both of them and AOP in it. Was also yeah. I really enjoyed it. Considering how green AOP were at the time, it was one of their best showings. But I loved it too. This two out of three falls match was on another level. Um, the Lorcan and Birch against Undisputed Era was also up there as mm. one of the kind of underrated, one of the underrated matches. But if you're going favorite, that two out of three falls match was all amazing. time for me. Yeah, definitely. Wow, nice. Mm. Um, at the end, we're all, we're all going to shoot out the obvious ones like your Kenny Okada's and all that stuff and all whatever. But for me, that one just literally as soon as I read the question, that's the first match popped into my head. Mm. My one, it's it's one of the obvious ones, but it's my is my favorite match is Taker Michaels one. Yeah, Taker Michaels one of their two that they did at Mania. Yeah, twenty five was it? Twenty five. Yeah, that's my favorite match. I was watching that with a bunch of not a bunch, a f- couple of non wrestling fans. They just kind of they came along to go to Mania. I was watching at a friend's house. They just came along because it was Mania. Like, yeah, should we watch? Was that, it? was that the lasagna night? You weren't at it. This I was at Stevie's house. Um. Oh, okay. It was a couple of his brother's friends. But uh, and by the end of that match, everyone in the in the room was fully invested, shouting at the TV. Nice. I just showed you what that match did. Like it was, it was amazing. It's hard to pick one. Um, I uh, I'll never forget the Taker Taker Jeff Hardy undisputed title match on Raw, the ladder mm. match. Fuck, that was great. Great match. The respect and the at commentary. The yeah. commentary yeah. added so much for me. Oh, climb the ladder, kid! Make yourself famous. Mm. Ah, oh, it's fantastic. That commentary is iconic. <laughs> you ruined it. I have to go back to I have to go back to Warrior Savage again. Uh, oh, I love that match too. You picked a whole pay per view for us to do because of that fucking match. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth it, though, right? I had some great little nuggets of information throughout the night. I love that match. It's a bad WrestleMania, but it's a fucking phenomenal match. Uh, so good. Question: Can I pick three? Yeah, I'm going to pick three. I'm going to pick three for three different reasons. Okay. Technical masterpiece has to be Kenny Okada, 60 minutes, or fucking no time limit, two out of three falls. Absolute best technical wrestling match I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. Nostalgia feel, purely from the fact that it just brings me to my happy place, is Undertaker Yokozuna Royal Rumble 94 oh you son of a bitch I was going to put that in as well uh, uh, <laughs> like that match had just <laughs> it had everything that was great about that era of wrestling about it just pure like disbelief like not even suspended just gone I hated the world that day oh, like, why aren't they helping him yeah oh, <laughs> there's ten of those lads and they're killing the Undertaker yeah. and then he dies at the end even though he's a dead man fucking brilliant yep yeah. And third, I'm going to go for overall story and build-up. Uh, just the story of this. Because, you know, matches aren't just matches. You can't, like, a, a match can be good, but a match is great when it has a fantastic story to go with it. And there is two that are equal. So I'm actually going to go four. Fucking, I'm breaking rules again. <laughs> two stories 
lines encapsulated what I loved about pro wrestling. You got Cena Punk, mm-hmm. uh, Money in the Bank, 2011, I want to say, in Chicago. Yeah, Unbelievable atmosphere, fantastic storyline. You genuinely did not know how that was going to pan out. And two was Taker Michaels 2, WrestleMania 26. The promo for that with yeah. Placebo running up the hill. Chills. I watch that every now and then just to get fucking Best spooked out by how much wrestling is. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're like different reasons for different matches and I love all of them equally. I'd like to throw a different option in. Best live match you've ever seen. Oh. Uh, you're going you're gonna to say I'm a dick. Uh, Nakamura's debut. Uh, I was at I was at NXT. Nakamura against Sami Zayn in Dallas. Oh, oh that was dick. amazing! But that same <laughs> night you had uh, American Alpha against Revival for the titles that night as well, which is fucking yeah. amazing. And that opened the show. Um, <laughs> who did Bobby George Jr. face at the time I was at OTG? Jesus. Oh fuck! I'm. I'm genuinely torn. Like, end of an era is up there, but for just intense and rabid atmosphere, weirdly enough, if I was going just off atmosphere alone, I would nearly need to say Luther Ward against fucking Paul Tracy. The time Luther won the title. Yeah, um, Rising. Yeah. yeah. That was that was a really intense atmosphere. But at the same time, you look at Devlin Walter. versus Walter. There was a weird tension around that. <laughs> Weirdly enough, when it comes to live atmospheres, despite being at a WrestleMania, the one that sticks out in my mind is are, are all OTT matches. Uh, fucking O'Reilly versus Riddle. When I didn't, that was a great one. When I didn't see, uh, as Fitz called it at the time, when the two of us were sitting there watching it, wrestling porn. <laughs> um, and I had to throw that one out there because I know the lads are going to say Osprey Ricochet, so fuck them. <laughs> um, yeah, that one would be up there as well. Um, fuck. Tired. Actually, mm. Mustache Mountain win the titles off undisputed. Myself and Nikki were there oh, for that. Oh, yeah, next to UK. Technically, thing. we were there for a five star match. Yep. Hmm. Uh, this, this so many matches. Come back to me. I'm, I'm, I have a list of them at 30 <laughs> that I've just listed there. But what are right. the ones that got you in? Like, as in, you're like, this is it. I'm going to watch this forever. <sighs> I, I still go back and watch End of an Era every couple of months. Just. Uh, I was. I've, I've always been a Triple H fan since I was a kid, and one of my one, one of one of Mami Gordo's earliest memories of me was me being terrified by Paul Bearer and the Undertaker. Mm-hmm. So getting to meet Paul Bearer the day before WrestleMania and then getting to see Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match, it kind of has a kind of personal touch to it as well. So I'd probably have to say end of an era, but Devlin Walter is a really close second for me. Yeah, for for me, it's uh, for overall live at ma- match. For atmosphere and just moments, Taker's losing the streak. Oh, yeah, you were there. I was there for that. That was insane. Rory was at that as well, actually. So weird. It was just the weirdest feeling ever, but it's, it's just a moment that you'll always remember. Like, uh, And I probably for atmosphere again, Walter Devlin. That was just, just the atmosphere in that building was absolutely I can't wait to watch insane. this. Oh, man, it was fantastic. Let's uh, go OTT again. As, as Carlos said, Ricochet Osprey was amazing. Uh, also throw in Keith Lee versus Speedball Mike Bailey. Yes, good lord, yeah. Hmm. That, that whole show that that was on was pretty insane. Yeah. Um. Oh fuck, so lads! I need to go back and watch so much OTT. Fuck. 
What about when you were a kid? Is in what's the match that drew you in? What's the one? It's, it's still hasn't given us things for this yet. Right? They'll get through everyone and then we'll go for another one. Oh, sorry, sorry. I thought <laughs> he, was... he kicked it off. I no, he didn't. I don't care <laughs> what he thinks. Um, I go need on, a can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like you could have a playlist from OTT alone of all the best matches you've seen there. Walter Devlin. Uh, Riddle, O'Reilly, Riddle, Skrull, Riddle, Osprey. Osprey. Riddle Speedball. <laughs> Riddle Speedball. Like, anything with Matt Riddle in it is, is up at that top of that list. Um, WWE-wise, I've seen a few stinkers. Um, what did I enjoy most? Probably the North American ladder match takeover just gone. Mm. You know... Just for pure, pure fun. You know, there was no logic to it. There was six guys in that match. I think it was six or five. Six, yeah. And they were just going to town. It was Ricochet's NXT in-ring debut. AET3's NXT in-ring debut. And, my God, it was just unrivaled fun. 40 minutes spot fest. So, like, you know, you, you want to be entertained. You want to get that feeling back every now and then because... You don't get that very often in WWE. So I'd go... And actually, surprisingly, I'd go for that. And anything from OTT. <laughs> Literally anything. Yep. Oh, no, nothing with Vader Scott, though. She's terrible. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Vader Scott versus Brie Bella, then, lads, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sequel to Botch. Botch harder. light fits. I am biased. It's the only cold one they had in the fridge. Light. Um, Were you crossing apple green? No, I went to fucking the other place up in Merview. Ah, but sure, they've a whole beer fridge thingy over there. Beer cave. Beer cave. That's right. And yeah, when when me and Fitz used to work uh, used to work together, I remember there was two lads that were very excited about the prospect of walking cans after work. (laughs) 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 Tell the level of uh, intellect we worked with. Good time. Right. <laughs> we go to what you were saying then. But yeah. Uh, I'd go, yeah, so when, as you were a kid, Warrior Holding. And I was like, How old kidding? are you again? Well, basically, <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't have even got it on black and white back then. You'd have to listen, you'd, we used to listen to it around the radio. 40 of us would gather around. One on of the, the wireless. Down, yeah. One of the lads down the road would have a wireless. <laughs> you read the reports in the paper in three weeks after that. <laughs> Uh yeah, oh that match. That's that's why uh, that's why we're here now. Yeah. Fucking loved it. For me, doesn't doesn't hold up very well, but <laughs> I love. I see. I was a late bloomer. Oh, hey, <laughs> for coming to that. It was two thousand is when I started watching. So the first thing that kind of I remember watching is fully loaded two thousand, which had a triple main event, which was Rock uh, Angle, Triple H Taker. No. Benoit, Benoit, Benoit Rock for the title, Angle Taker, and I can't remember the third one. But yeah, that that's the one that got me watching properly. That uh, and then the one that properly cemented it, I think, was Rumble O One. Nice. That's the one. So yeah, that, I, I, I said later into it, but that's the one for me. Fits. E. Royal Rumble '94 was the first proper pay per view I ever watched on a, a VHS back in today with one of the lads that lived from the village. But I think it was a match at, I think it was SummerSlam 95, 96, a boiler room brawl. Oh, yeah. 
like that match was just opened my eyes to oh this isn't just two men in a ring having fun it's this shit can get serious (laughs) i know eight-year-old me was very disappointed to discover that (laughs) it all makes sense yeah spoiler bro it was just different and that's when paul bear turned on the undertaker and spoiler alert uh went with mankind (laughs) uh yeah um warrior beat hogan for the two titles Uh, spoiler (laughs) <laughs> the third match was Triple H defeating Triple uh, Jer- Chris Jericho in the last man standing match. Ah, yeah. Mister yeah. Shovel himself, huh? <laughs> Gordo. Oh, Gordo's dead. And we've lost Gordo's dead. R.I.P. Gordo. I'm back. Hey. 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 Um, uh, I watched stuff. Uh, <laughs> You're not gone. He's been here. <laughs> fuck you, Fitz. You absolute fucking dickhead. <laughs> um, we all know that I, either, I every so often have technical issues. Uh, Fitz is just being a fucking Jew. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of matches that I kind of remember watching when I was young. Obviously, the likes of your Michaels versus Razor, Austin Brett, all of them were kind of matches I loved watching and I can remember watching when I was a kid. But weirdly enough, the one that really got me hooked on wrestling was actually an ECW match, um, which was Jerry Lynn versus Rob Van Dam from I think it was Hardcore Heaven '99. Yes, fuck uh, One of the possibly the greatest wrestling matches of that whole era, um, just phenomenal. And then I unfortunately I had very limited access to ECW at the time, <laughs> so I was watching WWE the whole way up. Since as I said, the likes of your Austin Bretts and all them. But I was kind of just watching it for the sake of having something to watch on a Saturday morning on Sky One. Um, then my uncle just happened to get a copy of that. And we watched it together and the two of us just like, what the fuck is this? Uh, we literally had tapes. that It was tape trading going on. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. he, he managed to get that. And I can't remember the event, but it was Mysterio Psychosis, another ECW match from a couple of years before that. There were the two, there were the two ECW pay-per-views he got his hands on. And they had two of the greatest matches I've ever seen. Um and yeah, just watched both of those got absolutely hooked on it, and ever since then I kind of just watched saw wrestling in a whole new light. Um, and oh, hey, that's why I'm still here now. Um, yeah, so ECW, weirdly enough, the only two ECW shows I saw, and then a couple of years later, up popped Rey Mysterio on WWE TV oh, and yeah. Rob Van Dam on WWE TV, and like these fuckers look familiar to me. Vince was giving them money under the table to keep them going as well. Oh yeah. Oh, of course, it was good for him. I, I think it was creating hype. It was creating hype around the industry. Vince was more than happy to fund that shit. He knew there weren't going to be competition. Yeah, it keeps him going. He got, got him talent as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah well-known, TV-ready, or TV-known talent. Yeah. And, had... uh, Sandman being crucified by Raven. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. The fucking... Uh, Kurt Angle was there, yeah. Kurt <laughs> <Kurt> Angle. <laughs> Tommy Dreamer, yeah. Dreamer and Sandman. I guess, sir, can I have another? Oh, good God. When Tommy Dreamer turned hardcore. Yeah. Fuck, oh, because he used to wear the suspenders and everything. God yeah. damn. ECW, man, weirdly enough, has a much bigger impact on people who even watch mainly WWE. ECW yeah. just had that, at least that lasting impression on people. Like, True. It also had the greatest promo of all time when, I, when they just gave Steve Austin a, a camera and said, yeah. go nuts. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I still have, I don't think it's ever been topped. For me, I think it's the greatest promo of all time. Some of Raven's stuff from back then was dark yeah. as well. He was, ne- he was never going to be a success in WWE. He was lucky to get as much success as he did there. True. They and never knew what to do with that character. 
And he didn't nearly take WrestleMania 17 off the air, as we found out. <laughs> no, no, no. What he was it? He crashed the golf cart and he hit a cable. Or if he was two centimeters away, the guy who sold him, he would have taken the pay per view off the air. Uh, yeah, so the classic Raven in WWE. They never used him. They never used him. Right. They never used him. They could. He could well have won the world title that night, and no one would have. Could have won it. He would have, could have been both, Ted. He could have been both. One of the things I love, as you know from my Twitter handle, like, probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. I fucking love Raven. Yeah. God damn. Good times. Thank you, J Dog, for fucking suggesting yeah. that question. By the yeah. way, that was. Give us another one. Let's go more in depth at some point. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's his old sports media fucking. Yeah, He's gonna fucking write an article now around the stuff we fucking <laughs> said. He's just fucking using us for details here. The fucking press. Because he's only a gosser, you see. So he hasn't seen all these things. He's like EC Double. What's that? Is that the thing CM Punk was in? And he'll write it now, and he just literally just he's gonna transcript the whole thing. Oh, well. <laughs> yes, sure. well you know what you know what he's paying for the chicken yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that tweet up again next week and say recording episode 54 and then hopefully someone will respond with questions or just flat out ask okay. a question but, good idea no? keep these questions coming and even yeah. if we can keep a list somewhere we can say these are the questions we've answered so far yeah so people don't repeat it some sort of Google document T3. Hmm. Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, even if we were Fox. to put an image, if we were to put an image out saying, you know, yeah, true. Communicate. That's true. What a year. It's been a been eventful, like, in a year. We're supposed to get a special guest on tonight, but I haven't. Did you text her, Nick? Uh, let's see, did I? Let me check my phone. Um, Hi, guys. Oh, there she is. There she is. How's the boys? Jeez, <laughs> oh, I thought we buried you up the Wicklow Mountains. I bet you're over the moon to be here, are you, Sarka? Oh, I am over the moon. I was over talking to my good friend Mike Tom and his buddy Tom Mike, and we were just so elated to be here right now. How, how was work? Did you get any texts? Uh, I swear to God, up to my titties in text right now. <laughs> People are texting me about times that they found a spoon and their so, favorite dog. <laughs> How does it work? Like you, you rock up to work and you, you go, uh, what happened to me yesterday? I bought a bottle of water. Okay, let's script today is water. Yeah, and, then and, then I, and then I turn around and I'm like, okay, guys, I've just had a lovely bottle of Valley Gown water. Text me if you ever had Valley Gown. And if not, what's your favorite type of water? Uh, you're a wizard. I mean, I look up to you every day. There's a reason why I earned the big bucks and you guys are here in the minor leagues. <laughs> <laughs> Did you play any songs multiple times today? Um, I played a couple of songs. Um, unfortunately, Despacito has gone out the window. Um, so <laughs> I, I nearly resorted to playing Baby Shark. <laughs> <laughs> um, unfortunately, we, we had played a little bit too much DJ Khaled. Um, we the best music. I, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think Sarka is mid-transition, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Steve. <laughs> oh, Sarka. Uh, Ashley's gone again. Okay, guys, I gotta go. Um, I'll catch you for the two-year anniversary. Best of luck. Bye. Thanks. Text me if you've ever get started on the podcast. <laughs> She's the best. Uh, She's just great. We should have got some actual people on now that I think about it. That's fucking hell. Oh, Gordo's back. <laughs> what did I miss? Sorry. You missed Sarkis. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, fucking hell. I was looking forward to her. Yeah. Aren't she we all? 
<laughs> the first is a bit loose. Um, hey! Oh, stop. Um, yeah, I suppose if we were to continue doing this for another year, Gordo, like, we'd need to find people and they'd need new listeners and you'd need, they'd need to find us. How would they do it? Well, if, if listeners were wanting to find us, um, well, the best place to find us is on our main website, really, which is... Oh, I just realized something. Oh. I used to edit music in here, and now I'm not doing that anymore. I'm just, like, just do it. Uh, you do it the yeah. old way this week. Fuck really you. Know. I had 53 weeks of this shit. <laughs> and you really just cut me off. You cut me off mid-fucking plug as well. No, you, pu- on, you, you, pulled the, you pulled the plug on me, Steve. Hold on, I'll press the music. Click. So if people were actually wanting to find us, uh, they can find <laughs> us on our main website, which is 2bitsports.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash 2bitsports. We're also on Twitter. Just look for at 2bitwrestling. We have all our wrestling coverage on there. Um, also, if you want to listen to more of this audible rant-filled chocolate that is the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can catch us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere they feed into, which is most of the internet. We're trying to take over, like us Irish do. Um, it's, it's a slow, pro- slow process. Uh, we'll get there eventually. But um, if, yeah, and if you do ever want to find any of it and you get lost or forgot anything I just said, which I have as well, you can find us on our main website, which is 2bitsports.com on the internet. Uh, right there in the middle of the internet. We are the internet. Smack in the middle. Right in the middle. Good times. Any words you like them, actually, while we have there? Uh, myself? I, we all know I, I'm not really the wisest person in the world to be honest um, understatement is better uh, f- fuck you Nicky um, <laughs> but yeah I, uh, I I don't have any but my father always did um, to be fair to him and some of them do stick with me over time uh, I think back to back to an old trip to, to St Mullins and Carlo back in the day where I go for a nice old stroll down by the river and just he, he said one line that really stuck with me and it was um you ring out that tea towel and I'll take care of the fish. <laughs> what do we what do you get up to at all? You don't want to know we're a weird family man. <laughs> Stray strange strange shit going down the Gordon House all the time. Oh god. That's it so. Year yeah. one over. Well it ended last week, but you know. Yeah, year one ish. How did you find it? <laughs> No, please don't. I'm special. How did you find it? This process. This journey. It's been an experience. Tired and emotional. Uh, something I never thought I'd do so uh, different uh, yeah. in one word um, I've been a good old year though I don't think I'll ever get used to just you know randomers on the street stopping us and you know begging for our autographs and yeah. selfies with us you actually have to go out like wear a hat and sunglasses hood up just to avoid being recognized at this stage I, I got my hair cut and had a shave just to fucking try and hide myself this week like you know <laughs> I'm just walking down the beach with my discreetly pregnant Brazilian supermodel girlfriend I mean <laughs> leave us alone <laughs> I never talked about that actually that would have been a good one the, the, the two boys getting harassed by fans and somehow the boys are at blame 
Roman. Ho- I thought you were about to say the Kira was pregnant. <laughs> Jesus, no. Jesus, no. He used to wear an astronaut suit. <laughs> uh, yeah, we never talked about that, actually. But, ah, look, we're two hours in. We're done. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. For today. I think, we're back. I think, good. I think it'd be good to give a shout out to some of the lads who've yeah. kind of been there for through the whole year as well, though, to be yeah. fair. Yeah, well, like uh, Rory, especially at the very start, uh, has always, always uh, had words and kind words to say and listens every week and tells people about. Uh, Johnny as well, who you met at OTT that time. Yep. A good brother. Definitely 100% good brother. Uh, uh, Duke as well, always retweets stuff, always mm-hmm. listens, always gives us music. He has his stuff on SoundCloud. Duke Weaselton on SoundCloud always gives us all the stuff. He's a nice guy and always retweeting. So, uh, fuck you, skin. dog. Fuck J Dog. What a cunt. Yeah. What a dick. Uh, R.I.P. 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 J Dog. R.I.P. J Dog. Last party gift was giving us that one question for the pod tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we had him killed. Yeah. <laughs> he opened his door and he saw it was like hired goons. <laughs> and yeah, to be fair, as Nicky said, shout out to our mate Chicken as well. Uh, but mainly his mate. Um, but uh, yeah, Chicken's best always man. been there for us. And yeah, best, best man at Nicky's wedding. And just always been a always been a good man, and uh, even chatting to him a couple of months ago about the pod and stuff, he was always had good feedback on stuff as well. So he's definitely worth a shout out, and he does like to play the game. Um, yeah, he played the game. Oh, just lost the game. Oh, well, it's, if, if you want, if you want to try and win the game, what you do is you go to twobitsports.com <laughs> and you just scroll down past the main banner where we have all of our main articles, and that's twobitsports.com on the internet. By the yeah, way, don't click any of that shit. Uh, don't click that. Don't don't click that. <laughs> get to that after you play the game. Uh, that's just there for the aftermath uh, when you you know you need to sit back. If you don't smoke, you don't need a cigarette. You need to do something. You can read one of our articles, but you find an ad and you just click on that ad. And what happens is you get double XP. We're doing a double XP weekend. Yeah, we extended it. It's, it's yeah. a double XP fortnight, if you will. He did the fortnight thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but yeah, so not yet. Just a chicken, good brother. Take two, um, check down as well. Who from early? Like this is probably six, eight months ago. We were talking to these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, we were on we were stuff with them before Mania, even. So yeah, yeah. easily. Um, we were on with them yeah yeah two great guys as well and yeah. I'll show you. you should definitely check out take two takedown on podbean i believe and also you know everywhere else can't um, do wrestling predictions for shit though <laughs> no they can't do you know what i'm not gonna edit it out let's just do it here let's tell them how we really feel yeah those people they, they bring us in mm-hmm. bring us in here to do a predictions league what did they think was gonna happen they didn't know about the stat nick they did not know about the stat now, you're the holder of the sheet. So you know all yeah. about this stat. In the Alleged Wrestling Podcast Predictions League, nobody from the show has ever lost. It's true. Yeah. They're undefeated. We, we always win. Always win. Yeah. If Nikki doesn't win one of the other ones, one of us is going to win it. I believe even, even me, even I, Gordon, can win. I, I am the current champ, baby. You come in here, uh, disputed. Uh, you come in here. Fuck you, Steve. <laughs> Fully took a bump. Fuck you. Ninety percent of the law. Fuck you. <laughs> They're trying to challenge us. And what did what did we even win? Praise, sure. Bitches and money. They're fine too. That's fine. It comes along the territory. Like it's just what we yeah, expect. I I, yeah. I think it was you know proper retaliation for Hiroshima and Nagasaki. <laughs> <laughs> 
the fuck? <laughs> a very dark turn there. To be honest. Very dark turn. I was just gonna say we were very proud of our perfect fucking prediction across the uh, the wild cards. Um... Yeah, we're uh, nine for nine. It's never been done. Yep. Well, do you know why? Because we fucking played possum, got that whole false sense of security the last couple of months, and then bang. Yeah. Right. That's right in the kisser. What <laughs> we. Do it's like a fucking Brie Bella shin to the face. <laughs> they must have been raging. They were outside oh. shooting all of their guns and ammo. And pew 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 pew. pew. <laughs> yeah, Stetson's all over the gaff. Fucking. They yeah. come at us, and this is what happens. You do not bring us in here and think we won't win your prediction. They shame. We run this division. <laughs> <laughs> Dopes. And I'll cut that and send it to them, but the show will continue. Take my picture. <laughs> Take my picture. Where do you think you're going? <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, anyone else? I don't think we forgot anyone. Boys, wrestling life uh, and tag name bro always help us out with retweets and stuff. Uh, well. Wrestle Arcade or Grapple Arcade, whatever. Oh, yeah. Grapple Arcade. Guy. Um, um, yeah. That podcast, you know, was actually one fucking hell of a lot of fun as well. Really enjoyed yeah. listening to that. And some of the guys, uh, to be fair, uh, our mate Andy from work as well, he listens the odd time as well, but he's also been pretty good and anytime we're on live tweet and stuff as well if he's up for a pay-per-view always have to go back and forth with him as well so on the off chance this is one of the few he listens to yeah and road dog <laughs> well, where would we be without the old buddy road dog huh? uh, one, of two, yeah. one of two wrestlers we've interacted with this year one of them blocked us <laughs> the, the, other one, block us. the other one followed us no 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 Goldust blocked us. Yeah, mm. we've been three. We were attracted with three. Ah, JBL didn't really attract us, though. JBL replied two Road Dog. He didn't actually reply two us. He was a dick. Right yeah, well, to be fucking expected. I don't I don't consider him to be a person. And if you watch most of his matches, I don't consider him to be a wrestler either. But hey, um, that is a delayed hot take. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> take that, retired wrestler. <laughs> and anyone, anyone has known me over the last decade and a half. No, I fucking said that when he was champ because Triple H didn't want to work Tuesdays. Boom. Oh, uh, see, I'm, I'm even in promo mode now because we we're fucking spitting fire on them. Take two, boys. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, good old road dog. We had a, a rough, rocky start to our relationship. Rough, rough. Get it? Wow. <laughs> but we're, um, we're in a good place now. Yeah, we're bros. Um, but that's funny. A year in, right? Now, what do you mean, Jesus? We don't have a hell of a lot of listeners around them, but I haven't had a single piece of negative feedback. Not one. Oh. No one oh. thought we were dicks or anything. It's weird. You mean you'd expect that? That's kind we're of dicks. Know, we are dicks. <laughs> We've had that on we're, articles. We are giant, massive phallus. We are foot long dicks. Yeah. <laughs> That's what gets the bills paid. Paige would be <laughs> delighted with us. She would. She'd Paige bang would just walk first. up and be like, fucking Paige here. Bang the table and then us. That's how she does it. <laughs> she gets warmed up. D- D- Dib's not last. <laughs> Dib's second last. How do you know who went first was even first? <laughs> <laughs> you, you check for the stains on the title. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> talking about going balls deep in a situation <laughs> uh, oh, I feel like that's a good way to that's a good way I agree that's, that's how you finish it up oh man 
and who knows what's going to play here. I still haven't decided if I want to get a suit or not. But who knows what is about to play, but I guess they can lie to it. I call backlash an ad to keep the eight because it's what an abortion looks like. They call him fucking walking Armageddon in Impact. Um, you may as well fucking walk him Armageddon because he fucking nearly destroyed Cass. Cass only fucking back from injury. Nice. Then they supposed to be this big legit fighter, just like he fucking beat Boxcar Bob or whoever the fuck he beat in a couple of MMA fights. That's just his fucking character. You look at his moveset right now, he can't spear people. He can't power slam people. He's not creative enough to fucking come up with anything else for a finish other than a fucking stalling suplex. It's just a suplex. It's a fucking suplex. Could you stop? You, you, you stall. Uh, just uh, the whole thing I couldn't give a flying fuck about his three sisters I couldn't give a fuck if they tied him up for their weird incestuous fucking sex game <laughs> I couldn't give less of a shit about his existence he can fucking fuck right off baby to me I like a right issue and I can't deny won't you tell me you still have the baby would you agree with me or disagree with me that Enzo is a far better professional wrestler than Cedric Alexander oh get fucked disagree very much disagree. Eat all the dicks. And baby, I can pay you to a kiss from a rose on the grave. Now you're just trying to Why control so? us. You're trolling us now. I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? That, I, I've said it to Nick, I've said it again. Enzo can sell. I, I will never deny that. Because he's used to taking beatings throughout his entire life. He knows what it's like to get hurt, and he knows how it's how, how to sell an injury so that he doesn't get hurt anymore. That's how he stops fights. His his mo- most attacking move in NXT was tagging in Big Cass. His most attacking move on the main roster is pretending to be injured. How about I use the phrase "sports entertain"? Get fucked. <laughs> If there's a, there's a show uh, outside the house with Cedric Alexander in it on the left of the so left side of the road and Enzo on the right side of the road, I'm going to the Enzo one fucking every day of the week and twice on Sunday. God, that's me. That's new. Fucking talk is shite. Enzo Amore is also a far better sports entertainer than the Miz. <laughs> oh, you were more upset with fucking Cedric Alexander. I think I'm going to have to... We, we just accept it your, of your hatred of the Miz now. It's just a, we're just used to it. It's the glue on the 
That was worth it.